Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Awesome. No, finish your coffee, do what you need to do. We're in child's pose when you're ready. As always, this is a nice take it at your own pace kind of deal. If you need to bring things up a little bit as we move, you want to add some intensity to what you're doing, you're always welcome. And on the other hand, if you need to bring the intensity down at any point in order for you to feel good, centered, well-balanced, that is the practice. The practice is not how much of this can you do, but how well can you take care of yourself with this practice? Sometimes that means toning things down. If the nervous system is running high, if the week has been real busy, things are going like 100 miles an hour, then moving a little less could be more. And other times, right, that energetic, vigorous flow is exactly what we need. So you're invited and encouraged, right? First, to pay attention. How are you? What do you need? That's not always easy to do. That's probably the biggest part of this practice. And then to respond to that. Respond to it generously and intentionally. In how you move, how you breathe, how you treat yourself. With your next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. You're going to take some rounds of cat and cow pose. So you can round and arch your spine. Full range of motion back and forth. Just noticing for your own benefit what's going on. Good. Next round into cat. You can stay, you're gonna round and press the floor away and just breathe here in the pose. Really feel the activation of hands and feet down into the floor. One more breath here. Full navel center towards spine. When you exhale, get all the breath out. Then we're gonna reverse that into the cow pose. Give a little bent elbow here, right? As long as that works for you. If that hurts, don't do it. But otherwise, pull the hands back. Little bent elbow action. Pull the chest forward. Your gaze probably won't be the front wall because that will probably be uh, a little craning of the neck. So you're looking forward on the floor somewhere out there. Uh, pull the elbows back. So it's not like cobra action. Does that make sense? Good. Yeah. You guys know when to nod your heads. That's good. <laughs> And then breath out, come to center. It's going to be straight down action through the hands, straight down action through the feet, navel center, that's uh, the navel, and then the, the abdominals underneath, right, right below the navel, think like two inches below your navel, drawing up and in. That's to support the low back. 
that has nothing to do with looks or like what our what our shape is. It's just support your low back there. Keep that. Draw your sternum forward so your front body feels long. Line your head so that you're looking straight down. And the head, the rib cage, the hips feel like they're lining up well. We're going to take the right hand forward and the left toes back so you're on the floor with fingers and toes. And so we've got uh, the beginnings of bird dog pose here, but hand and foot are grounded. Then press the left hand and the right foot way down to the floor. And that should make a right hand left foot a little lighter, maybe a lot lighter. Squeeze the right arm and left leg. Squeeze them to bring them up in line with shoulder and hip. Breathe here. Reach long. So the hand and foot on the floor, providing support to the body structure. The arm and leg extended. That's They're doing their own work. They're squeezing tight. Next inhale, you're going to bring them as far up as they will go. So like locust, like extended locust. When you exhale, you're going to bring elbow to knee under your body and curl the spine like cat pose. Then extend out long and you're squeezing and lifting into that locust style or makarasana style backbend. And then curl in. One more. Extend long. Squeeze a little bit of that backbend. This time elbow to knee. Breathe all the way out. And when you breathe in, hands and knees. Back to center. Pause here. Breathe in. Open your mouth, breathe out. Bring structure back to all fours as you extend then left fingertips forward and right foot back. And you've got the right hand and left foot providing that structure to the, uh, the all fours, which are missing two points. So you got the uh, two of four. And squeeze left arm and right leg. The action of squeezing the arm and leg, muscles onto bone, that's what's going to keep this really stable, stable so that hand on the floor, foot on the floor, connecting to the core body holds you up. Then inhale, squeeze and lift arm and leg. Exhale, bring elbow to knee under your body, round up like cat pose, go as much in there as you can. Navel center up and in. And inhale, reach long. And up into that locust or makarasana, however you want to think of it. Squeeze in again, curl round. Forehead and knee, if you can get it. And inhale, reach, squeeze, lift. One more time, we're going underneath, elbow toward knee or forehead and knee. Breathe in, reach up. Last time you're coming down, you're coming into the forehead and knee action. Then hands and knees, lengthen out. Tuck your toes, come on up to downward facing dog. Another avenue right now might be child's pose, depending on how you feel. Once you get to down dog, pause. Little game of freeze tag. Do nothing for a few moments. Breathe in, breathe out. So that includes not like pedaling around, not doing any like shaking out. Just be still. Just not because you have to, because that's where you're going to be able to listen. Right? And so you think of this as a conversation. When your body's in stillness, you move your mind through it. That's you listening to your body. I might be calling for some attention right now. Maybe calling for rest. Might be calling for a longer stance, a shorter stance. How well grounded are your hands? How well grounded are your feet? 
How do your shoulders feel? Do you need to rotate your hands so the shoulders have more freedom? How's your low back doing? Do your knees need uh, to bend a little more? Like just looking for ways to adapt that are actually adaptive. Now, move your asana. Just, just, just go. Just like wiggle around. Do all the things totally intentionally. Your intention here is not to escape the pose, but is to take some meaningful movement, right? So usually that's not pedaling the legs like we're in a you know, Jane Fonda 1986 video, but sometimes it is. I mean, let's be real. I spent a lot of the 80s with Jane Fonda. How you get here, guys? <laughs> Commercial breaks with Aunt Becky doing uh, fire hydrant drills on the uh, living room floor. Yeah. Leg lifts, all the things. Good. Come back to stillness again and just like, also you release whatever you need to release. Moving a lot, right? We just want it to be intentional. Notice when you're in stillness and you start to move, you start to fidget, you start to do all the things that are telling you something needs to change. And instead of doing that, instead of giving into those urges to distract, go deeper. Right? We are so good at distraction. We have so many toys and tools in our life that allow us to distract ourselves so easily. You can reclaim your attention span with your yoga practice if you do like pay attention, if you want it, if you act on that intention. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward. We're going to take ragdoll feet wide apart to the edges of the mat. We're going to take arms on legs. And you're going to sit your hips back to about knee level. Bring your spine in. Draw your heart forward. Your gaze is going to be down at the floor like you're looking in a mirror down there. And then bow forward. As you bow forward, really press into the ball of your big toe. Ball the foot on the big toe side. Then we're going to sit back toward that half squat again. Heart forward so the, the spine is in halfway lift for a long. And then we're going to bow. And again, press into the ball of the big toe. Add a spreading of your toes and then sit back toward that half squat. Hearts forward, spines in. Back muscles are working. Squeeze the shoulder blades in towards center and bow again. Ball the big toe pressing down, toes spread. Ball the baby toe pressing down. Sit the hips back, dig your heels in. Then one more bow. And it's ball the big toe, spread the toes, pull the baby toe away from the big toe, press the ball of the baby toe down, and arms now into the rag doll of your choice. So you can wrap the arms in a basket weave up front, or lace the fingers, arms behind. Personal choice, intention, desire there. Keep that idea of as you bow forward, your weight is in the ball of the big toe, ball of the baby toe. Toes are spread, so you're not clenching the foot, but you're really well grounded. And the weight is staying slightly forward of the heels, right? When, when our body is avoiding the stretch, it will sink the weight backward. It's not a problem. Your body is trying to keep you safe. Right? So you're going to get more stable in the ball of the foot 
you know, do that grounding work and do the, uh, the spreading of the toes to ensure we're not creating tension right? or that gripping. And then allow the weight to come forward, allow the fold to happen. Forward folds are really good uh, kind of gauge, like when we can notice ourselves working against ourselves, right? right? Pretty simple, right? But we have an English phrase called digging in our heels. Right? Digging your heels is resisting change. You can actually feel it in a forward fold when the weight shifts back. And when you feel that, nothing's bad, nothing's wrong. You're just going to create the conditions in which you can commit to the fold. Release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. Press your feet down and rise up to standing mountain pose. Fan your toes, fan your fingers, and all points between reach. You're just getting as long and as bright as you can. So anti-gravity. Uh, pretty much the only thing not lifting here, guys, is your eyebrows. So you can go ahead and put those down. Like, yeah. Yeah. Total anti-aging pose. Put the eyebrows down. Yeah. Breath in, reach through ring and pinky fingertip. And then hands to heart center. Keep that element of lift in the central body as the arms right? take the Anjali Mudra. Right. So you've got this kind of combination of the lift and the brightness that we had in mountain pose. But then the hands and the arms are taking a gesture of calm, of center, right? locating yourself here, right? locating yourself at your heart. Right? Yeah. If you're asked like, to identify yourself, right? we don't point to our brain. We don't point to our feet. We point to the center of our chest. That's me. Right? That's what we're doing here. Bringing your attention to, this is me. I'm here. And breath in. And breath out. Start with sun A's. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, bow forward. Press your feet into the floor as you go. Hands stay close to the body just to keep everything organized. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back. Plant the hands, step back. High push-up, or you could go low, your choice. I'll do high. And we'll go to up dog. We'll use knees for this one. So hands down, knees down, lifting your chest up. Then downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, or you bend the elbows as you rock forward on your toes. Chaturanga. Breathe in, up dog, you keep knees down, or press your feet down so firmly that the knees lift. Downward facing dog, 
Breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, reach out. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan toes and fingers out. Exhale, bow. Breathe in. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Really nice. Look forward, walk or lily hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. One more round. Drive your feet down, reach mountain pose. We lift. Exhale, bow. Press your feet into the floor as you go. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back high or low, push up. Fun fact, you could always skip this as well. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Meet up in downward facing dog. We'll have a breath here. I know like anytime we skip anything, heading back to down dog or child's pose, right, we'll always meet up here, home base. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Really good. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. We're going to take the exhale and sit back, Utkatasana, reaching forward. You can take your hips back as, as far as they'll go on the exhale. And then stand back up on your in. Reach, maybe a little back bend here if you like it. And again, sit back again. as far as you go. Rest your feet down. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. Fan your toes and fingers. Two more like that. We're going to sit back to whatever degree your bone structure lets you go back. Rest your feet down. Squeeze and lift one more time. Sit as far back as you go. Dig your heels in. I'm glad everybody else has bubble wrap in their joints too. Back it up. And then bow forward, breathe out. That's called the middle-aged percussion orchestra. Breathe in, lift halfway. I've been in it since I was 25, so. Exhale, bow forward again. Hug in. Look that little flow. Inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose. Exhale, sit back, reach forward. Press your feet down, inhale, stand up. Then exhale, bow. Inhale, lift halfway. Good. Exhale, we're going to bow and hug in. Cool. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. We're going to add on to that. Exhale, sit back, reach forward. Breathe in. 
Stand up, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, fingertips on your mat, and walk your feet hip distance apart. Could also be fingertips on the floor. You're going to step your right leg back to a low lunge. Hands are going to come in line with your front foot. You could be on fingertips. You could be on blocks. We're going to inhale straight the front leg. Dig your front heel in. Really pull the hips toward the back wall. Then exhale. Bend into a low lunge. Tighten the back leg. Draw your heart forward. And then straighten the front leg. Press the heel down. Send the hips back. And then use the front foot. Pull into the mat. Draw into a low lunge. Tighten your back leg. One more time. Press the heel down. Send the hips up and back. Draw your heart forward. Lengthen like halfway lift. And then rock into the lunge. And press both feet down. Draw your heart forward. I'm going to plant hands. Pick up the left foot. Step back high or low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. We'll work on that picking up the foot thing later. Downward facing dog. Breathe out. Squeeze your right leg tightly and take it back behind you, three-legged dog. Bend the knee. Fold the thigh toward your chest. Rock forward as far as you can. Touch knee to elbow. If that is a thing like you can do, you do it. Plant your foot. Reach up for crescent. We're going to exhale. Bend deeply. Inhale. Press back to the initial crescent. No higher. Then exhale, bend deeply. Pressing your front heel to lift. Front thigh parallel to the floor is where we're pretty much trying to go. Then we're going to go deeper. Stay down and deep. Lift your chest, reach. Then hands into heart center. Reach them forward. Front foot presses down to lift the back leg. Step to the top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Good. Drive your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. We're going to sit back and reach forward. You sit as far back as you go. Reach forward. And then press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up. Then exhale. We'll bow. This time we're going to inhale. Lift halfway. Fingertips on the floor. The mat. Walk your feet to hip distance. So just one little heel toe apart. Pull your heart forward. Use your fingertips to help. And then step the left leg back, low lunge. Hands are down. They come in line with the front foot. Thereabouts. Press into your front heels. You inhale. Send the hips back. Pull your chest forward. So you're not looking down. You're not looking back. You're looking straight down. And then pull into the lunge. Use your front heel. So press into your front heel. Pull your heart forward. Do halfway lift with your uh, back. right? So flat back. Flat back is what we're going for. Then pull into it. Really draw forward. Tighten the back leg. Press into the front heel. Draw the hip back. Outer right hip back. Fall into the front foot. Tighten the back leg. One more of those. Push the heel down. Send the hips back. Heart forward, long spine. And then fall into the lunge. Press your hands down. Pick up the foot. Step back. High or low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Squeeze the left leg tight. Muscle to bone. 
then extend it behind, just like in bird dog, right? You want that leg to be supporting its own weight up there. Bend your knee, fold it into your chest, as close up to your belly as you can get it. That'll give you clearance to rock forward, touch the elbow, then step the foot. Breathe in, lift your chest, reach your arms. Good. This is your starting point. You exhale down into a really deep lunge. Really deep is relative. Then back up just to that starting point, no higher. Unclench your toes, unclench your teeth. Exhale, deepen. And inhale just up to the original. So deep and stay with this one. Lift your chest, go up and back. Then hands in, reach them forward. Step the back foot up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good. Breathe out, fold. Cool. We move on to a sun B with crescent lunge. Sit your hips back, lift your chest, ukatasana. Chances are this ukatasana doesn't go as deep as that first one. It's okay. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Squeeze the back muscles. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly to take it back behind you, three-legged dog. Bend the knee, fold the leg to your chest, rock as far forward as you can. Control that knee to elbow, plant the foot. Lift up and reach up, crescent. Then hands to heart. Chest in line with your front thigh before you plant your hands. Then you're already primed for the push-up. Upward facing dog, breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe out. First, squeeze the left leg. Then lift it behind you. Use glute muscle, use all the muscle you can find. Bend the knee, fold it tightly to you, rock forward, get as close to you or touch and tap and hold it to the, knee, to the elbow. Plant the arm knee. Lift your chest, reach your arms, squeeze. Bend your fingers. Hands in. Chest in line with your front thigh before you try to put your hands down. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. We're going to take this all the way to child's pose. Bring knees down, and forehead center down, and breathe. That was really good. Really good work. Breathe. A good chance you got the waves of this moving through your body. Also, a good chance there's some like noise upstairs between your ears that's keeping you from feeling that or that's making comments about it. And it's just not useful in this moment. So take your breath through your body, feel what's going on. Notice that if you're experiencing heightened sensation, like that's, that's right, that's normal, that's natural, and it's, it's encouraged and desired in this practice. And also we're taking this time to give our nervous system rest so we come back to the next thing with more focus. And to give our nervous system that rest, we need to step out of that role of critic, of judge, of analyst. That just keeps us in this world. And you step into the role of observer, of listener. Things get calm. You get centered, you come back to yourself. 
because you are not that harsh judge. You are not that critic. You are not an, the anxiety or the worry. You are that good heart. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Set your gaze, soften your eyes so that you see everything really softly. But you see everything. You see everything that's out there. The shape and its color, there's nothing to analyze or critique here. You look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. Going to sit the hips back, lift the chest, ukatasana, and then we're going to bring the arms into cactus or goalposts, right? And uh, Sit as deeply as you're going to go with this, right? As we, as we take the arms into different positions, we might be able to go a little deeper. But you're going to squeeze your shoulder blades toward one another, taking the arms back. Then you're going to press the elbows toward one another up front. Maybe they get together, maybe they don't. There's a lot to do with like bone length. Then bring them back to the cactus, the goalposts. Now pull elbows down and toward your rib cage, kind of moving toward W's. And then arms down like you were holding a tray, would not hold anything. But pull the elbows back. Next inhale, and take the arms up, Katasana. And exhale, we're gonna bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly and take it back behind you, three-legged dog. We're gonna bend the knee, this time we're gonna draw the knee toward the center of your chest. Rock forward and step on the center line of your mat. Spin the back foot flat. We're coming up to warrior two, and we're going to first take the hands to the hips and align the front foot. So front foot pointing straight ahead. You see that your second toe pointing straight ahead, your knees in that line. Our body will get, uh, it'll get smart. Right? As we sustain the pose, the toes might try to turn in, right? or the knee might try to fall in. So we're going to take uh, the gaze there, front foot pointing straight ahead, knee pointing straight ahead, and the right hand to the outside of the thigh. You're gonna press your thigh into your hand. Right? And just keep that action, the thigh into hand. Right? Looking at your front knee, then uh, stop doing the action. Look at your front knee, there's just a slight shift there. Right? Open it back up. Right? Then left shoulder blade, pull it toward the spine until your body faces the side of your mat. So point in warrior two, right? besides like this is just a god awful long pose, is that you're body is turned to the side, the knee is pointing to the front, and our body is smart. It will try to either bring the knee in toward where the body is, or it will try to bring the body toward the front where the knee is, right? Because your body is an efficiency enthusiast. 
It wants to use less fuel, less. It, that is good. That is adaptive. If, that, if you're doing that, that means your body is smart. That is like how we got here. We evolved to use less energy. Okay? But if you're going to open your body, strengthen your body, you got to use more energy. So we got to be smarter than our habits. Okay. Front knee, front toes straight ahead. Bodies turned to the side. Bring the arms up to warrior two. Then flip the palms over. And we're going to pull the elbows in toward the side bodies and squeeze the shoulder blades to the back. Be sure you're still rotating your chest toward the side. Some have snuck forward. I mean, I, items shift during takeoff. They do. Imagine heavy trays in your hands. Going total walk like an Egyptian if you're a kid of the 80s. O-E-O. And we're going to bring that tray action in in front. So it's a good time to, again, reassess and pull the arm bones back. Pull back, squeeze shoulders. From here, extend the arms. Do a little check in with the front knee. And then exhale, hands to the mat. Step back, high to low push up. How's that right leg feeling? Breathe in, upward facing dog. If it's feeling, you did it right. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Squeeze your left leg tightly, take it up and back behind. Bend the knee and draw the leg bone towards the center of the chest. Really pull it up and in so that you can rock forward. You get clearance the more you pull that up. Back foot flat. You're coming up to warrior two, turning to face you. And uh, we're going to go hands to hips. If you remember, hands to hips. And you're going to look at your front toes. Okay. And front knee in line with the second toe, pointing straight ahead. You're going to keep your gaze there. Okay. So... Left hand to the outside of the left thigh. Press the thigh out in the hand. Just get the sensation there. If you're not getting sensation, you are not doing that action. So keep working with it until you do. And if you're, you're not connected to that area yet, no big deal. Find uh, just this knee alignment. Hand out toward the knee. It's going to be the easiest way to feel that. Up higher, it's going to be harder to feel that. Sit low with it. Sit into it. We'll tell you, like the earlier stages of our practice, when you're newer to this, when you're younger in your yoga practice, the more likely we are to just let the knee fall in. Go ahead and do that. The knee fall in. Uh, this is pretty obvious to most of us. We feel that. Uh, bring it back in line. When you're that aggressive intermediate, and ain't none of us advanced, we're all aggressive intermediate, right? What happens is your toes start to turn in. Why? Because you know knee points with toes. Well, what happens? Then your foot starts to get tricky and it starts to say, oh, if I point the toes this way, it's easier, right? Because the knee wants to fall in. So you got to babysit your toes. It's like, depending on where you are with things, right? Just know. Like, and uh, I know that's like 20 years of teaching yoga and watching people. There's like that aggressive intermediate stage. They're like, it is. The toes, get, they, they get in there. I can't believe I've watched people do yoga for 20 years. I can't believe I've done anything for 20 years. I'm only 22. <laughs> Bring your arms up. <laughs> and... Uh, Turn your palms, elbows in. You got those trays. You're holding heavy trays. They are loaded with champagne or tacos, whichever you prefer. I mean, if you have something else, whatever you want to put on those. But you're holding a lot of stuff on them. Breathe in, breathe out. How's your front knee? How's the front leg doing? Not like, is it happy to be there? But is it pointing straight ahead? Is the outer hip still working? There's not a day in Warrior Two where the outer hip will not work. Right? Right shoulder blade toward your spine. Is your chest turned all the way to the side? Because I'm going to tell you, I'm looking around. Not all of them are. Right shoulder blade toward your spine. Right shoulder blade toward your spine. Right. So, and your body's going to try to turn forward with the 
attention uh, to the front leg. Keep pulling the right shoulder blade to the spine. Elbows in, like those. Uh, then bring the trays forward. Again, reorient your chest so that your chest to the side. Pull the elbows back, squeeze shoulder blades in. Then float the arms back upward too. Keep the chest pointing to the side. Where's your front knee? Oh, yeah. It's okay if you had to look. Then hands to the mat. Step back, down dog or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. If your left leg is on fire, 100%. Stay here, down dog or child's pose. Breathe for three. I will tell you that if you found that your front knee was kind of moving in toward the end of that arm series, you and 70% of the class. <laughs> it happens. It's going to happen. You're never locked and loaded in this, right? We start to become more aware. We start to become more engaged. And we just get better at keeping our mind moving through the entire body, assessing what's going on. And so we respond quicker. It's like meditation. It's not that we don't have straight thoughts. It's that we clear them more quickly. The game of getting to be a better listener and responding appropriately without extra fuss. Like sometimes we'll listen, we'll find something we didn't think we did right, and then we'll spend time obsessing about that. And it just takes us further off track. Look to your hands. Walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out. We're going to bring the arms together in front of the body. So... This could look a lot of different ways. This could be palms pressing. What it's going to have in common, what we're all going to have in common is we're going to keep elbow and shoulder at the same height. We're not going to let the elbows sink down. Elbows up. You might have hands together. You might have full forearms pressed together. There might be parts of your forearms that don't touch. If your forearms get together pretty easily, you might want to pull the arms apart to engage with this a little more. This is going to have a lot more to do with your, your bone structure, how wide your collarbones are, how long your arm bones are, right? not as much about flexibility. Just get to a point where you can sustain this elbows in line with shoulders. I'm going to wrap the right leg over the left. And you're just going to wrap the leg for now. Just wrap it once. Right? Hug the shin bones in toward each other. And then begin to sit low. As you sit low, lift your elbow points. As the body drops down, you're going to keep lifting the arms. Right? And, and keep lifting them to shoulder height. And uh, keep going with that. Elbows want to sink down, bring them up to shoulder height. Right. Only sit as low as you can keep the elbows at shoulder height. Good. I know, right? But I could sit deeper if I let them fall. Yeah, you could. Next inhale, unwind and reach up. Mountain pose, really good. We're going to take the arms behind. And uh, what we're going to do here is... Press the palms in like you're holding a big block behind you. And we're not trying to get the hands together in any way, shape, or form. We're trying to maintain this squeeze of the shoulder blades in, that, that pressure like you're holding onto something, without letting your ribcage come forward. 
So uh, everybody do this. Bring your arms back. Bring your chest forward. I don't know what position this is. Uh, I guess yeah, it just, it's just weird. But it's what our body will do when we take the arms behind. It wants to thrust it. Because it looks like my arms are further behind. But guess what? If my chest is in line, they're not any further behind. They just seem like it because the chest displaced. But nobody wants to walk around like this. I'm going to tell you, like, this is not the posture we want. Uh, if you do, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can have it. You're allowed to have it. Otherwise, you're pulling in the front body here to press the arms together. They're not going to go far behind. It's okay. Left leg over top crossed. Hug the shin bones into one another. It's the shin bones rather than the thigh bones, right? We tend to like grip up top, go down low, and uh, give yourself that then mobility to keep the hips in line, keep shoulders stacked over hips, keep pressing the shoulder blades in towards center. You can really think of this as a shoulder blade. So it's like shoulder blades holding a pencil between them, which is the worst yoga cue ever, but it generally works. Notice if your chest is rocking forward of your hips, you want tailbone down, sternum up for this. Right? And we will all start to get pulled forward. Right? Life is pulling us forward already. Stand at center. Good. Breath in. I know there's no glory in this pose. God, it sucks. We can't get our egos involved in our like, best ego. Exhale, release slow, and hands to heart center. Pause. Breathe in and breathe out. And that's another like sign of aggressive intermediatism. It's like we get really attached to our performance of these constructs called poses that are just body shapes. We can just make up a body shape and call it a pose and then have everyone like try real hard to get into it and put a picture on Instagram. But it's just a construct. It's just a thing. And you listening to your body, moving your body in good ways for you, that matters. Set your gaze to a point in front of you. Let your eyes get real soft around it. Here we got these little shapes up here. Suggest one of those. And uh, just let the eyes get really soft. See what you see. Press your left foot down. Bring your right knee up to hip height. So the elbows were at shoulder height in that one. This one's at hip height. We're not trying to go any further. We're going to take the leg out to the side. Still not trying to go further than hip height. We're going to take the leg behind and attempt to get heel to about hip height. Then you're going to do it again. Forward. Side. And back. With your breath. Inhale. Exhale, inhale, when you exhale, foot down. Hands to heart, just freeze tag. Freeze tag here and feel what's going on. All kinds of sensations are going on. A lot of times our reaction is to shake them off, stay with them. Where could you soften? Like usually we've got something clenched. Right? We're avoiding something. Right? See if you can just bring yourself into best standing posture you got, right? If, just reorient your energy toward doing something positive rather than trying to get rid of something negative. Right? Inhale, left knee up, hip height. And you keep it at hip height as you take it out to the side. I'm gonna bring it around back and just assess like heel to hip height. You just use your imagination. Then knee forward. Side, go back, to him with breath structure here, inhale, knee forwards, keep the whole inhale, to the side, exhale, back, inhale, then exhale, 
foot down. Stay, breathe. But even those little, like, we want to, like, lift the heels. We want to, like, do some kind of shimmy. Why? Why do you need that? Just, like, just not, not judging, but, like, why? What is it? If you have an emergency, you have an emergency. You know why you're doing what you're doing. Other stuff, it's interesting. Right? Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Those wiggles in the yoga are like the equivalent of just reaching for your phone to scroll Instagram. Exhale, bow forward. Right? Yeah. Sometimes we do it because we're just like having off energy and we could investigate what's the off energy, what's it coming from. Inhale, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. High to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Cool. We're going to take this down dog and shift it just slightly forward. So just a little more weight in your hands. That's it. Just like not even halfway forward. Step your right foot, but halfway up the down dog. Move it to the edge of the mat, like Simon says. All right, now you're in the weirdest lunge you've ever done. Actually, this was like the first day of yoga when you try to step into warrior one. That's, uh, that's where we are. Loose your feet. Look at both of them. Spin both heels over to the left. The right foot will go flat. The left foot will be on its edge. You choose to take the right arm up or not. You're going to push your right heel into the floor. That foot that stepped over into the mat. It's at the edge of the mat for a reason. So it'll be underneath your knee. Press down, lift the hips, lift the hips. One more breath here, reaching straight up, reaching straight up. And then arm into a side bend, reach for the front wall or grab the front of your mat. Hips up, breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in. We're going to take the right arm back up, reconstruct the kind of tight and uh, well-aligned pose. Then right hand to the mat. Step back down, dog, or low push-up. Upward-facing dog. And downward-facing dog. In your down dog, just going to rock slightly forward, so not even halfway. Step your left foot, but halfway up the mat and take it out to the edge. Look at both feet. Both heels are going over to the right. You will have your left foot planted flat, your right foot at an angle. Your right hand will be slightly in front of the shoulder. We're going to lift the left straight up. So when the arm goes straight up, we have a more kind of a structured pose. We have more axial extension, for those of you that remember your teacher training, uh, it's more core body work here of stabilization. So keeping the arm straight up, not behind you, right? not kind of doing this thing, uh, straight. Press your heel, the left heel down onto the floor, hips up, three, two, breathe in. And then we're gonna take the top arm into a side bend, reach. Keep all the strength you were developing in that first segment. You might catch the mat. That gives you a little, uh, as you press the right hand down, gives you a little resistance to this. 
Then we're going to bring this all back up into that more well-aligned side plank-like action. Press the left heel down. Left hand comes down to the mat. Step back, down dog, or low push. Upward facing dog. We'll meet up in downward facing dog. Breath in. And breath all the way out. Look through your hands. You're going to walk or hop to seated and then come down to lie on your back. Arms at your sides, feet about hip distance apart. Pause there. Breathe in, breathe out. But get to that point. Get to that point as like, just like, efficiently as you can. There's all kinds of stuff you might try to get pulled away into. Can you just put your arms by your sides, have your feet hip distance, and lose no ground in your attention span on this practice? Sometimes say that stepping into warrior one is the hardest move in yoga. I think transitioning here is the hardest move in yoga. So easy to do so many other things. Get here, breathe in. Right. Treat this like samasthiti. Right. Just getting present. Staying present. Bridge pose. You press your feet down. Lift your tailbone, your sacrum, your low back. Just as many vertebrae as you can off the mat. and then walk your shoulder blades toward one another. If that hurts for any reason, then you keep your arms at the sides. Always works, or doesn't always work, but it's always an option. If your shoulder blades walk so firmly underneath you that your hands come together, cool, you can lace them up. You lace them up, you try to get the palms to touch, the uh, outer edges of the, uh, the, the knuckles, the, the outer ring to touch. If that's going on, you still try to walk your shoulder blades together underneath you more get toward the outer edges of your shoulders. The bridge in bridge pose is from one shoulder to the other, that arc. So we're trying to get that arc of, like, you can just imagine your little, little pushy and people walking across your, your collarbones. Uh, but you're trying to get that bridge like, to be as, as big as it can be. Right? If you have your hands together, congratulations. You get to make the action of pulling your arm bones outward. Right? You're trying to get more and more the tips of shoulders toward the floor. If your bridge is getting boring, start doing these things. Slowly release, come back down to the mat. Breath in. Breath out. And take constructive rest so your feet stay where they are, knees come together. This means we are not going to be using the legs or the lower body for anything right now. What we are going to do is play with the upper body. So take your arms straight up toward the ceiling. You got your, uh, your mummy arms just straight out from the shoulders. Then bend your elbows so that your forearms are parallel to the ceiling. Not this ceiling, the ceiling's peaked, but you get the idea. Then keep bending your elbows till your fingertips touch your mat. Now, they may or may not touch your mat today. If they don't today, no big deal. Stay right where you are. Elbows pointing toward the ceiling bent as much as they can. If your fingertips touch the mat, try to get the palm down, that inner ring of knuckles down. If that's painful, try walking wider with your hands toward the edges of the mat. If the ring of knuckles, if, that, if you feel like the, uh, the hand, circle of the hand is on the floor, cup of the palm is a little lifted, 
You've got your thumb down, first finger down. Really press your hands into the floor. If you're to the stage where you can press your hands into the floor, can you get the shoulder blades to lift off the mat? All right, then slow release out of that. Bring your hands to your center line and pause. All that is to train us for wheel position. If any of that hurt, your shoulder, like your wrist, your elbow, not your feelings. Like if it hurt your feelings, this is time to take a breath and just like take breath. That's it. But if it hurt your arms in any way, keep your bridge pose going with arms at sides. If that didn't hurt, get to the point with your hands, wherever it is that you got to, and uh, go ahead and make that frame right now. Then bring your feet into position for bridge. We're not going to do anything besides bridge and keeping your hands in this position. So come on up to bridge pose, however your hands are right now. So whatever frame worked for your hands, you're just going to keep that. You're in bridge pose. We are not struggling for wheel. We're not trying to be in wheel. You're trying to be in bridge pose with your hands down. This is called half wheel. This is the pose we're doing. We're not trying for more. We're just doing this pose. You're activating, doing whatever it is that you do here. Breathe in. Breathe out, come slowly down. Good work. Take a moment, constructive rest again. All right. So, next pose is a free-for-all. Right? You get to either stay here, take bridge, take half wheel, or work your way toward wheel, play with it. Right? This is play. This is play. So, go ahead. Your choice. You got five breaths to stay and breathe, rest to head toward any pose you choose or like to work with a little bit. So like how last time I said, like we're not fighting for wheel, we're not struggling for wheel. Like go ahead right now. Like this is permission. To just try something that's hard and see how far you go. There is no glory in any of these poses. There is you being willing to just kind of know your body. And sure, it's great to move. It's great to play. It's also great to rest. Make your way back towards Supta Bhadakanasana. Soles of the feet together, knees out to the sides. That's lovely, really good. Really good work. Breathe in and breathe out. Bring knees together and hug them into your chest. Give a good squeeze in. Little rock side to side across your sacrum. We're going to keep right knee drawn in, extend left leg out. Really reach the left toes toward the front wall. Extend your right leg and just as straight as the knee goes, press out through the heel. Then you're going to bend the right knee, bringing the right knee in line with its own hip so the right thigh bone is vertical. Then bring it across into a twist. Cactus on. 
your inhale, unwind, come on back to center. Reposition everything on the center of the mat. Then left knee in, right leg out. Really reach with the right toes and just let the leg get as long and decompressed as possible. Then left leg straight, you know, hold the hamstring or just somewhere easy to hold so that you can get good leverage on the leg. Straighten the knee out. You don't have to force anything, but get as straight as your leg goes. And that's preferred over how close the leg gets to you. We're more concerned with the, the straightening of the knee. Flex the foot, fan the toes. Then bend your knee, bring the knee into line with the hip. So the thigh bone is vertical right now. And then bring the leg across the body to twist. That's an important piece of the twist that the knee and the hip line up in order for your low back to be positioned correctly for a twist. And sometimes we get down to the end of class and we're lying on our back and it just sounds like wah, 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 wah. Um, and if that's the case, you know, come back again. We'll talk. Breath in. Breath out. Undo this. Come on back to center. Give your knees a good hug in. And if you got any finishing movements or stretches that you need to feel complete with yourself, do those. Make your way to Shavasana, deep rest when you're ready.
you're ready to move again. Start with your fingers and your toes. And you roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Take a moment here to arrange yourself so that you feel well. How do you need to sit to be still, to breathe well, to be unconcerned with outward appearance, and in tune with what's going on inside? Bring hands together at heart center, rest thumbs to sternum, that gesture of Anjali, of offering our attention to ourself, recognizing your good heart, who you are. And thumbs to forehead center, we take a moment in acknowledgement of one another. An appreciation of our connection as human beings. That was awesome, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. Really well done. And I mean awesome, like going to space, awesome. Very cool, very cool. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Awesome. Hey, Kingsborough posted a song on your little thing. I love it. I listened to it. I love it. Whatever that, that's, wherever that's, super good. I don't know if you wrote it or somebody else did. It's your song. I can't remember what it's called, but I listened to it. I, I freaking love it. Well done. Cease.